first official Greyhound Time podcast. I'm Armand Siraji. And I'm Jimmy Malone. Very excited for this. Uh, this has been a little while in the making. A couple weeks in the making. A couple weeks in the making, but we're finally here doing the first episode. Um, so today, first episode, well, basically Greyhound Time is going to be a podcast dedicated to all things Clayton Sports. It's going to be about uh, at some point or another, we are going to be talking about every single sport at Clayton High School. Uh, we're going to be talking about new developments. Um, you know, we'll talk about teachers and players, players coaches. coaches, administrators, the whole nine yards. Um, so this first episode is going to be all about fall sports. And I know we're a little bit late, but it's going to be a fall sports preview. Uh, fall sports kicked off about one or two weeks ago. We're looking good. Like, everybody's looking all right. Yeah, everybody's looking good. Games have gotten underway. All right. Uh, so let's get right into it. Uh, before we start, shout out to uh, Coach Hudson. You yeah. know, helping shout us out put to this Coach on. Hudson. Shout out to uh, Mr. Hildebrand. Helping Those us are really put everything the, together. They're really the sponsors for this podcast. Really appreciate all the work that they did to, to make this happen. All right, for sure. All right, let's get into it. So first, <coughs> girls golf. Girls golf. Uh... Had a had a pretty uh, solid season last year. They're right. they did better. They've been doing better than they were last year. Yeah, improving so every far. year. Um, I know uh, Miss Shelley, Coach Shelley, is uh, very passionate about the sport, uh, and she's very encouraging to all the players. Uh, the three players to watch this year: uh, Reagan Wade, Sophie Thompson, and Ella Zimmerman. All were leaders on the team last year. What are we looking for this year, bro? Um, we're looking for the underclassmen to improve. We want to get, uh, you know. Some more involvement, some some leadership out of those three girls. You know, I think they're gonna be all right. Should be should be an exciting rest of the season for sure. See see how they do. See how they do. All right, next boys cross country, and we are privileged to have the boys cross country manager here. That's right. I am the boys cross country manager. Uh, you know, this team has been very successful the past uh, three years, two or three years. Uh, Coach Crow, great coach, um, funny guy, nice guy, but uh, the team really sur uh, surrounds itself around George Gelzer. Uh, he's been uh, a top three varsity runner for the past uh, two or three years. Great runner, looking to break some records maybe this year. We'll see. Also, uh, Captain Sal Plinell's and Emilio Rosas Linhard. A little injury for Emilio. Emilio, stress fracture injury. Hopefully he'll be back soon. He'll be good. He'll be good. Back on the team, helping him, you know, build off last year's first pl first fifth place finish at state. Uh, a lot of good cross country teams. Yeah. Hopefully, we can compete. Moving on to the girls' side now. This is kind of an interesting situation. For sure. Given that if you look at pretty much any other sport at Clayton, you won't find any of them in the same position that the girls' cross country is in this year, mm -hmm. which is that they have all returning players, runners, same thing. Exactly. So. Basically, all the girls last year um, were uh, – no, we had no seniors last year. So this year we got a lot of veteran leadership, a lot of experience on the team. That's huge. Hopefully that will take us somewhere. A lot of good incoming freshmen. Yeah. So we'll see what happens with that. Should be good. You know, yeah. All right, now going on to softball. This is another very interesting situation. Uh, normally – how many players would you say you need to play softball or baseball? Well, you need to field nine players. But, but you need some subs need, in there, you too. You definitely need some substitutes, some pitchers, things like that. The problem with the girls' softball team is 
Got nine players. Nine players. Last, t- last time we've checked. Fatigue sets in quickly. For sure. They're definitely going to need some girls out there to play softball. I think once they get the numbers up, they should be all right. Yeah. They're, they're looking good. But they need the numbers to be able to, you know, do well. So if there are any girls out there not currently playing a fall sport. Check out softball. Check it out. It's a fun sport. A lot of, a lot of good people on the team. Mm-hmm. Going to have a good time if you play. Um, now on to swimming. Boy swimming. This has been one of the more successful teams at Clayton the past, uh, I don't know, maybe two, three years. Yeah, for sure. Mainly led by seniors this year, Koji Barrett and Hutton Murdoch. Both, both breaking uh, school records last year. Moved on to the state tournament. Um, again, they should have a really good year, building off of what Koji, Hutton, and the other swimmers did last year. Really excited to see what they can do, how far they can progress. It'll be very interesting to watch. Yeah, they've been on the team swimming at a high level for a very long time. Yeah. Senior year, definitely going to show out, see what they can do. All right, now on to girls' tennis. We have a lot of interesting stories with girls' tennis, the most important being they have a new coach this year. Mm-hmm. Um, so far, from what I've heard, they're a big fan of him. He's very positive. Uh, Definitely heard good things about him. Absolutely. I haven't heard a bad thing. Um, one interesting thing that he has changed from last year is that he has brought the number of girls on the team, on the varsity team, up from 12 to 18. Uh, that's a very interesting move. Normally, you see new coaches coming in. Uh, they want to make the sports at Clayton a little bit more competitive, so they reduce the number on the team. But this was an interesting move to increase the number. I mean, I think it's a good move. You don't really have to worry about fatigue. You got different almost substitutes that can come in at any time and and win a match for you. And part of that uh, may be attributed to uh, the probable captain, Dana Anderson, uh, leaving the team this year. So they're really looking for somebody to step up into a leadership role, take that captain position, and, you know, lead the team to success. And I think by fielding... 18 girls instead of 12 definitely gives you more of an opportunity to find that leadership. I know they had a rough start. I think they lost the first two. Uh, I think yesterday, though, they won. They won their first, I don't know, what, what do you call it? Match? No, but it's not a match because it's... Oh, tournament? I don't know. Tur- let's call it tournament. The first tournament of the season. Uh, strong performances all around the board. Um, they should have a good rest of the year, too. I mean, yeah, all of sure. the They're teams just you settle- look here. Settling in right now. Exactly. New team, new coach. Sometimes all you need is that first win. Exactly. All right. Girls field hockey. We're not going to sugarcoat it. Last year was a rough year. Last year was rough. But. This year, 3-0 and start. 3-0 and start. That is huge. Wow. They won four games last year. Right? Four games? Four games. Four and 11, I believe. 3-0 and this year to start. I mean, obviously they're just looking to improve off of last year, but I don't know if they imagined they would have the start they had. Mm-mm. And the, the, you know, some of the leaders on that team, Ingrid Saul, Kaylee Ross, Jelani Christmas, all upperclassmen, bringing in some experience and leading those girls to a great start. And the goal for this year is just continue to improve, and they've definitely started out on a, on a good foot here. Hopefully they can keep this going because this, this is exciting. It this is, is exciting. definitely. All right, now on to girls volleyball. Um, for this team here, very strong underclassmen presence on this team. Yes. Sophia Boyd. Sophia Boyd. Great player. And she got hurt last year? Hurt last year. Coming back this year. Looks ready to go. Last year I had a lot of success, the volleyball team. 
they got a lot of traction among the the students in the school too. You had people showing up to their games. People definitely excited about this team. The do game. Mm-hmm. That was a crazy game. I know they didn't win it. It, it, yeah, but it was exciting it's, to it's be rare there. that you see that many people come out for a sport that usually doesn't have a lot of spectators right it's not it's not a football it's not a soccer it's not a basketball they had a lot of girls coming out for volley or a lot of fans coming out for volleyball though yeah that was an exciting game and it was cool to see it had the same feel as you know Ladue versus Clayton soccer or Ladue versus uh, Clayton basketball it had the same feel to it you felt very invested in the game very excited to to uh to watch them play. Definitely got some buzz around them this year. Yeah, for sure. All right. Now, we got a lot of stories coming up with this upcoming sport. This is going to be boys soccer. The main thing to look out for this year is how do you replace James Dooley? James Dooley, 40-plus goals last year. He was a monster. It, it's hard to replace 40 goals. Like, that, you can't just... You don't just find 40 exactly. goals. Exactly. Like, Hopefully, they've got a lot of great players. This team is not far off from the team that they were last year that took them very far, very successful. Heart-wrenching loss to Ledoux in the district final. Exactly. But, you know, we got Dylan Flynn. D-Fly. Senior, striker. Definitely going to rack up a lot of goals. Could yep. take over that dually kind of role where he's putting up, you know, maybe pushing that 30-goal, 40-goal mark. He's definitely going to be a source of a lot of those goals. He might not give you the same ball control no he's not yeah for sure he's definitely in that more attacking position yeah stay up there he's gonna produce but i know they're looking to rohan they're looking at him to kind of fill the the void there in terms of possession Mm -hmm. and try and get him the ball let him make plays for dylan to finish or maybe finish himself make plays for some of the other guys on the wings um yeah, with Dooley, there was a lot of assists there, too. And with yeah. Rohan, they're t- kind of taking him out of that defensive role, yep. putting him into more of an attacking role, trying to see what he can do up there, distribute, mm-hmm. score. That's going to be an interesting little partnership between Rohan and Dylan up at the front. A lot of position changes this year for the team, not just with um, with Rohan, like we mentioned, moving from more defensive to attacking role. Same with Zach Stapleton. He's also moving to a more attacking role. Um, and on top of that, you got a lot of new guys there this year. Mm-hmm. You have uh, Will Locko. Will Locko. The throw-ins are insane. Yep. Big. They brought him up end of last year, see what he could do. He was put in for a little bit. He definitely looks like he's going to do something this year. Secret little spark right there. Uh, obviously, uh, last three years, uh, Andrew Matheny in goal. The GOAT. Has been a privilege. You know, it's very rarely... <laughs> That you have somebody as good as Andrew Matheny back there in goal, and he's he's made some incredible saves he's over the past few years. He's a big guy, but when he's he, agile, he's so agile. Ladue game, the the first Ladue game at Ladue last year, he made two of the greatest saves I think I've ever seen. One of them was going For to the sure. top left corner, and he got a big paw on that and just hit it out the way. Exactly, and you know. Right in front of him, you got Clark Boger back there. That's a and soccer that, family. That, that's exactly it is. They, you, they've had some great players in the soccer program. Max Boger last year, sister is a star on the girls' team. It's just in the blood. So, so we got a really strong senior class. Definitely. So the seniors that we got this year, and you got it at all positions. You got yes, Dylan up at exactly. the front, Matheny in goal, Clark Rohan midfield defense. And you got a strong bench. You got Will too. Will Lockup, exactly. Zach Wilson, James Breckenridge, Danny Percelli. Danny Percelli. Strong senior class, strong leadership coming from those guys. Definitely. So so far, 
They're 2-0. and They won their first game in North, against Northwest. And I wasn't there, but I hear that Boger hit an absolute banger. Like, I heard like 50, 60 feet out. I heard 50 or yards. Yards. 50 or 60 yards out. That's that's ridiculous. That's insane. So we got strong senior class, strong start, 2-0 and to the season. They just mm-hmm. won yesterday against U-City, 1-0 victory. Uh, goal coming from Zan Wellman. Uh, and I know he just kind of ended his scoring drought. He didn't score in a while, but, you know. For sure. They, uh, the, he's back in You it. know, it's going to be interesting to see how some of the juniors this year perform. Because mm-hmm. a lot of times, you know, last year there's a lot of seniors that we lost. They're going to have to come in and fill those spaces. Yep. So you just got to see how this team performs. Maybe they're better than last year. You they were never crazy know. good last year. But you never know what's going to happen. You never happen. know. So you give these guys opportunity. See exactly. What happens. Exactly. So basically, <laughs> this year, what we're looking for from the soccer team is to continue on the improve, continue to improve on the great season that they had last year. Uh, like we mentioned, they, what did they get? They won a 17 game win streak last year. I believe so. Something like that. So it's gonna be hard to beat that, but I mean, two and zero. They've got the potential. They've for got sure. the potential. They're on the right track so far. Uh, football. Football. Great season last year. Great great start to the season. Ended it a little weak. Ended but they definitely weak. have something to build off of there. Absolutely. The biggest story we have here, no merger with Maplewood. No merger with Maplewood. No problem. Mer- no problem, though. No they problem. actually have a lot more guys than they had last year. I heard uh, at first they had about 40 guys, but then when the school year started, I think they're pushing 50 now. That's what you need. That's definitely what you need. And the part of the problem with the Maplewood merger was that um, there's, I think there's going to be about 10 kids from Maplewood coming over, which would have mm-hmm. filled that gap. But now that we have a, a bigger number than we did last year, last year I believe it was around 30, we should, we definitely have a lot more talent, a lot more skilled players to put out there, and a lot of experience. Ty Sucker, senior quarterback last year, breaking the school touchdown record. Mm-hmm. Fun player to watch. Dude, I'm excited about Jalen Pearson. Freshman Jalen Pearson. The, the biggest thing from last year is losing that wide receiver core. Their wide receiver core was really good last year. Rob, James Glenn. Henry Kyle. Henry Kyle. That's he caught some passes last year. A lot of, that's that's the, the seniors from last year gone. I know a lot of those guys are playing in college. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's just going to be interesting to see who fill those roles. And definitely Jalen Pearson could be one of those guys. Ahmad Weston coming out this year. Yep. They're kind of changing uh, – the way that they played from last year. So last year, they played a lot. Um, they wanted to get their the ball into the hands of those receivers that we talked about just now. Um, but this year, they're really focusing on running. So they, they usually run a two-back set. So they got Jalen Williams and Jalen Pearson, the little freshman-senior combo. And they can do damage because both of those guys are really strong runners. Uh, Jalen Williams, more of a power runner. He's got some speed to him, but he's he can blow through some guys. But then you got Jalen Pearson, who is He's like kind of change, change of pace back. He is so quick. Definitely. Jalen, handing the ball, he's going to get you some yards. Sometimes, though, you need receiving back. Mm-hmm. You need somebody who's quick. Right. You know, get the defensive backs involved, something like that, just to keep the defense on their toes, on ba- their heels. Basically, though, if you get the hands into the ball of either of those two guys, they have the potential to score from exactly. anywhere on the field. And then the defense starts focusing on that run, right. ties back there. And definitely still with some adequate receivers. Exactly. Still got a Mod Weston out there. Mm-hmm. Ozzy Kyle, good slot receiver. 
Uh, I know Jalen Pearson. He's a running back, but he also plays in the slot occasionally too. And at the same time, you got to look at the defense. You got to look at the defense. First game of the year, allowed zero points. Shut out the team. Yeah. 3-0 victory against Gateway in overtime. Uh, field goal from Alex Kramer on the first Huge possession in overtime. Goal. Huge field goal to take see, the lead. With that game, it was – it was just sloppy all around just because of the conditions. Right. It was it was a tough, tough Rainy, game to play in. Stormy, yep. muddy, you know, yeah. But the thing it's is hard. it's hard to catch passes, throw passes. There was a lot of running. Right. But Alex Kramer hit the field goal to put them in the lead. But then the most important play plays of the game came from the defense. Exactly. It was a third and twenty. Gateway ends up getting a first down. They're maybe on the three or four yard line. And then four straight plays, our defense is able to stop them. They tried to run it in. Exactly. It was huge. You had a strong presence on the line from Nick Pompey. Nick Pompey, first year on the team. First year on first the team, year has football. Has absolutely balled out for the first two games of the year. He's probably got like four sacks, mm-hmm. two or three fumble recoveries. Mm-hmm. There was this one possession against Gateway, three straight plays. He affected the play in a major way. Tackle for loss, sack, and a fumble recovery. And if you've ever seen Nick Pompey, if you imagine him playing football He's on the other end of the guy. ball. Imagine it's, it's hard to block lining him. up across. That's scary. It is. He's he's big. And you got to look at, you know, the defensive tackles, Leander Brockman. Leander Brockman, big presence there. They, they've got some physical guys on defense, definitely. Absolutely. absolutely. You look at Ahmad, you know, Ahmad interception. Ahmad is a shutdown corner. Lot, he's definitely going to look for some picks this year. Absolutely. Jalen and linebacker. Jalen and linebacker. He's quick. That's where his running back skills come into play because he's able to shoot those gaps really exactly. quickly. Exactly. He's able to read it super well. Strong physical player. Absolutely. Pick six against U City. Yep. And like I said, he's got some speed to him. Yeah, for sure. You that loss to U City hurt. It was a rough game to watch. But just because they played their hearts out. You game. know, the they just gotta get used to playing with each other. A lot yeah. of guys last year gone. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's tie building chemistry with those receivers. That's that the only thing you're looking for with. now. You know what I mean? So I think this U City loss is going to be good for them because they're going to figure out what they need to do to get better. Obviously, like exactly. you said, they got a new, they got a lot of new players coming in this year. It's going to be difficult to build chemistry right off the bat like that. So I think this, fir- this, these first two games were a really good indication of what we can see because you saw flashes of brilliance from every single player on the field um, at some point against Gateway or against U City. And Coach Barnes, not a lot of better coaches in the area. You know, no, he's a he, great, coach. he's a great, great coach. guy, great coach. And he's going to be able to lead that team to success. Absolutely. Very excited for the football team this year. Um, their next game is tomorrow. I don't know if we're going to get this out by tomorrow. But September 12th, for their third game. Um, it should be an exciting game. Jennings, I believe. Jennings, yep. Then you look at a homecoming game. Homecoming game. Against Normandy. Normandy. Uh, yeah. I believe it's Normandy. Yeah. Yep. It, it's going to be interesting to see how they play. Yeah. <clears throat> it's going to be a very fun season. So that covers all the fall sports uh, that we have. Um, so as you could probably tell, for all of these teams, so far, most of them have gone off, started off very strongly. Um, and we're very optimistic about what they can do the remainder of the season. Very excited to see all of these teams in action at some point. Um, we are both going to make it a point to go out to to try and go out to all the games that we can for all these sports because, I mean, honestly, like, when you're winning, it's fun. It doesn't matter what sport it is. Mm-hmm. And you look you look at Coach Hudson. Mm-hmm. He's coming in, and his number one thing 
is getting kids to come out and watch sports. Greyhound Pride. He he's building that app, Greyhound app, where he's gonna it's gonna be a point system. Mm-hmm. Come out to a game, get points on the app. It he it's definitely interesting to see what he's gonna do, and it it seems a lot more lively. Yeah. With regards to sports. I know in years past, um, there have been some questions about almost the legitimacy of Clayton Athletics because, I mean, you'd go to some of these sporting events and there's nobody there. Mm-hmm. Sometimes some of the parents didn't even show up. So I think... Well, it's only parents. Like, there's no, no students at these games. Right, there's no students at all. So I think Coach Hudson coming in, first year as an athletic director, he, so far from what we've seen, he's done an incredible job of just trying to build support for Clayton Athletics. Clayton is mainly known for an academic school, but Hudson doesn't want people to forget that there are athletics here. Not only great athletes. There are great athletes here. I think a lot of the times we see some of these teams, we only see their record, but we don't always see how they play. And a lot of times their record doesn't really show how they played and how they fought each game day in and day out. So, so far, just going to some of these games has been super exciting no matter what sport it's been, there's been something to cheer about uh, for this first part of the season. So we're both very excited for it. I know Definitely. Hudson's very excited about it. And the students are very excited. students are very excited. There's a buzz. Definitely. People are excited. They want to go and support the, the Greyhounds because, I mean, at least for our senior class, one of the things that I think has been lacking in years past is that, um, that excitement for athletics, for your, the athletics of your school. So... And Hudson definitely wants to establish that culture exactly. of you go, like, it's just a habit to go it's to these games. You don't want to miss it's it. It's not like a, you know, oh, maybe I'll go. Right. Uh, I don't really want to go. It's like there's a game, I'm there. Exactly. You don't want to miss it for anything. Exactly. So, got some other news. Um, if you go to Clayton, you have most likely seen uh, the construction that has been going on both in the center of Clayton as well as um, for the new Adzik Field. Mm-hmm. Baseball um, field. Baseball field. That's been a long time coming. I know and Coach Zucker, big part of that, getting that part put of that. together. Absolutely. I know Co- Coach Zucker is absolutely thrilled to, to have finally breaking ground on the new field. I know he's very excited to, to get that going, and I, I think that um, him and Coach Hudson have the same – has the same view on this. They they know that building this new field is going to increase the amount of supporters that they're going to have every day for those baseball games. And it'll increase the performance of the players. Exactly. Few, last year, one of the biggest problems was it rains the night before. Mm-hmm. You can't use the field. You can't use it for like three or four days after. Exactly. That. So what there they're really looking the at now, they're looking at now with a turf field, they're going to be able to play, you know, whenever they need to. Because last year they'll be going inside, playing, practicing. It's not the same as playing out on the field. Yep. So it's definitely going to help the players out. Um, I don't know a single person in the baseball program that is not excited about this new field. Exactly. Everybody is so hyped about this. They're excited <clears throat> to finally see their new field, get to play on, get get to have confirmation that they're going to be playing every day unless something drastic happens. Um, because, you know, with the old field, no matter what happened, because St. Louis weather is a little iffy, there was always a question as to whether or not the game was going to happen. And there's nothing like home field advantage. Exactly. And then you look at the center, Clayton, 
Hudson, one of his big projects has been establishing that weight room that he's building in the center. The weight room exclusively for Clayton students. And alumni, I believe. And alumni for, wasn't they'll, it like two years designate, after? I think they're going to designate um, different like time periods during the day for when alumni oh, okay, come okay. and use it. I mean, so, that's exciting too because. Yeah, it's, it's, it's the, if you've seen the plans for it, they have all custom um, flooring, weights, racks, everything in there and it's really it's really really nice he's done a really nice job planning all that putting it together and you can tell he's really excited about it and the students are too exactly all of the things that coach hudson has been doing so far is is under one common goal and that's to increase greyhound pride and get people fired up about clayton athletics um and like we said so far he's been doing a great job of it definitely um so as we mentioned Coach Hudson is working on the app as we speak, trying to get that out there so you guys can get your points for showing up to sporting events and supporting the Greyhounds. Um, I think uh, they're going to do it. The point system will uh, correlate to some rewards. Yep. There will be prizes for the highest point getters. Mm-hmm. It's just going to increase attendance, increase spirit, everything like that. So show up, support the Greyhounds. Exactly, yeah. Have fun doing it. It's not like we're telling you to do this because, you know, we want you to get points. We do, but we think you're going to have a lot of fun going out to these games and supporting uh, not just some of the sports that we all know, like football and soccer, but all the sports. Yeah, yeah. You look at, like, the girls' field hockey team like we were talking about. Mm-hmm. I, I haven't been to a field hockey game. I haven't either. Three and 3-0 start. You want to go you now. You want to go. Winning is fun. Exactly. Everybody loves to win. So that will conclude our first Greyhound Time Podcast. Episode one. Episode one. Fall Sports Preview. Um, give us five stars. Five stars. Subscribe. Subscribe. Don't miss an episode. You're not going to want to miss it. You guys are going to miss so many important things if you if you don't listen to one of these episodes. Definitely. All right. That concludes it. I'm Jimmy Malone. I'm Armand Siraji. Thank you.